Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm excited to bring you today's word for August 16th, 2022. Before I get into the message this morning, I just had a sabbatical. I took three weeks off. Man, that's, I think that might have been the longest I ever taken off like that. So it was good for me. I did provide some flashback messages for you, and I do appreciate that people were watching those. I kind of prayed over which ones to share with you. I trust that those were a blessing. But today's word has always been today's word. It's always been live, like, you know, what God gave me for today. And so now I'm back to that. I'm excited about it. I appreciate you for those. I saw, I know some of you may be in Augusta, Georgia. I'm here for TechNet, Augusta TechNet. So if you're going to be a TechNet, I look forward to seeing you live face-to-face here soon. So I'm about to get into the message. I've been teaching a series on God's grace and our faith, and I was already up to part 62. And then while I was on break, uh, the Lord had me to, you know, instructed me to teach you about uh, something called It's Already Done. Like I've told you this before, like uh, I've done a series on it. I've taught on this before. It's already done. And meaning that when God reveals something to you for God, it's already done. And for us, it's only a matter of time. And uh, I went back and I looked at the last time, last time I taught, I taught on this, Isabella was actually in Mozambique. Isabella took a team uh, uh, a missionary team to Mozambique. And uh, I was looking over that. I was like, well, that was just a good memory. I praise God. I was looking at some of these notes. I said, Lord, what do you want me to teach? He was giving me some things during the break. And now I'm ready to start releasing that into your life. So this is going to be, uh, it's already done. So I'm going to teach like a series inside of the series. The series is God's grace in our faith. And then I'm going to teach it's already done. Now for God's grace in our faith, the foundational scriptures are John 1 and 14, John 1 and 17. Let me read those for you. The Bible says in John 1 and 14, the word Jesus became flesh and he made his dwelling among us. Now we have seen his glory. We were able to behold his glory. It is the glory of the only begotten of the father who came from the father, full of grace and truth. In John 1 and 17, the Bible says the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came through the Lord Jesus Christ. And so there's this juxtaposition between the old covenant of the law that came with tablets of stone through Moses that came, that was performance-based where the emphasis and the focus was on man and man working for God. And then the new covenant, which is grace that was ushered in through Jesus Christ. And this new covenant of grace is not about man working for God. It's about what God has already done for us. And so in this series, I'm going to teach you what God has already done. And, and so as you discover what God has already done, then you're, you're going to know what you're supposed to do. Put that in the chat. Put in the chat. I know what to do because I know what's already done. So when I discover what's already done for my life, now I know what to do. Like today, August 16th, 2022, I know what to do because God is revealing to me what's already done. And so now I can enter into God's rest. I'm not trying to get God to do anything. I'm discovering what he already did. And then I'm making an alignment with that. So when God promises you something, God reveals something to you, remember, it is future to you, but it's already past to him. God has already been to your future. God has already mapped out your life. So in this series, I'm going to talk about doing things, but you're not doing to earn anything. I'm not doing to perform. Remember, we have been delivered. Put that in the chat. I've been delivered from performance-based religion. So I'm not doing to earn something, to earn God's blessing. I'm not doing to perform. Uh, No, what I'm doing is I'm doing, I'm not doing to get God to move. I believe God already moved. I I believe God already decided. I I believe God already planned. So what I'm doing is I'm, I'm seeking to do what I believe is already done. I'm seeking to receive what God has already provided. Now, I've been walking with God for 27 years now. 
I've been preaching for 26 of those 27 years. And I believe that a lot of Christians are stuck within the prison of a misunderstanding of God's sovereignty. Meaning that when you, whenever you teach God's sovereignty or that God is sovereign or that you know God has already made plans and all of that, some people take that as a license for laziness. Some people take that as a license to mean if God is sovereign, I don't have to do anything. God is just going to do it. I'm going to just sit back and wait. Um, and so what you don't want to do is sit, sit, I'm sorry, sit back and wait because you'll be waiting a long time. So when preachers like me say, look at your neighbor, say it's already done. Look at somebody, say it's already done. Some people are left confused with what they must do. Meaning like if it's already done, then do I have to do anything? If it's already done, does that mean that, you know, I, I can just sit back and wait? No, in one sense, it's already done. In another sense, you're called to do what God already did. You're called to do what God has already done. Now, you may be saying, well, Rick, that's a little bit confusing. Don't, don't worry. My job as a, as a teacher of the Bible is to demystify the process, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to demystify the process, process. I'm going to explain to you how to tap into what's already done, how to understand that there's some things that God has already done for you, and your job is to walk out God's plans and purposes for your life. So that's what I'm going to do in this series. Uh, today, I'm just going to lay the, the foundation. What does this mean for you today? For today, this Monday morning, I have three things to share with you this morning. As I get into these three things, I want you to open up your heart to receive. Number one, God has a part and we have a part. Put that in the chat. Say, God has a part and I have a part. And so I got to understand that God, there's some things that God does and there's some things that he expects me to do. So God is God, right? And while God is God, because God is God, God is going to do God type stuff. So many believers are stuck within this prison of, of misunderstanding God's sovereignty, meaning that many believers are sitting around waiting on God to do things that God already graced them to do. These people will be waiting a long time because God is not going to do what he already blessed you to do. So if God has called you to do something, look at me, if God has called you to do whatever he's called you to do, you know, I don't, maybe you're supposed to have a beauty salon. Maybe you're supposed to uh, be a brick mason. Maybe you're in construction. Maybe you're a lawyer, a doctor. Maybe you're supposed to be a pastor. Maybe you're supposed to be a teacher. Whatever God has called you to do, then he has already given you the grace to do it. That's what I teach is the grace life. And so you should be busy walking out your divine assignment. People ask us, Bella and I, all the time. I was talking to somebody last night. You know, they were asking me questions about the ministry and they were asking us questions about the school. Uh, and the school is great, by the way, the, the church is coming along and they were asking questions about the church. And I was like, where do you find the time? Listen, if you're called to do something, you have the grace to do it. If you're called, listen, you can do it. Let me encourage you. You can do it. You can't, the grace is on you to do whatever it is that God has called you to do. Please don't expect God to do something that he already equipped, enabled, and, and empowered you to do. If God has equipped, enabled, empowered, and now employed you to do something, and you're sitting around waiting on God to do it, you're going to be waiting a long time. No, God has a part, and you have to have a part, and you need to get up and go, go do what God has called you to do. Get busy doing it. Stop. Listen, I know people that are, I'm, I'm in Georgia right now, so I'm going to say it like they said in the South. Uh, I know people that are always fitting to do something. Finna, they, oh, I'm finna do this and finna do that. Listen, you can I, analyze, theorize, strategize, and hypothesize all you want. At some point, you're going to have to do something. And I've learned that God can get 
God can do more with you once you get started. Stop talking about it and let's get to it. All right. All right. Number two, God's plan for your life is already blessed. Say, I'm already blessed. Put that in the chat. I'm already blessed. God's plan for your life is already blessed. So let me explain. Many Christians come up with their own plans, aka selfish desires, and then they present those plans or their selfish desires to God. And they ask God to bless their plans. So they come up with plans and they ask God to bless those plans. Now, living that way is going to be hit and miss at best. Why? Because sometimes you are going to hit. Like sometimes you're going to ask for things that God does want you to have. And so when you ask for things that God does want you to have, then he will bless that and you walk that out. And then you're like, oh, my prayers work. But then there's going to be times where where you don't. And James says you ask and you have not because you ask not. But then you ask and you don't receive because you ask amiss that you may consume it upon your own lust and entice. So if you're asking for things that were birthed in your heart and not in the heart of God, God is not obligated to bless your plans. God is watching over his word, his plans to perform it in your life. So God already made plans for you. And since God already made plans for you, then your job is to discover those plans and walk those things out. God is only going to bless what he already planned. So another way to explain this, I've said this before, the Hebrew word for bless is barak, right? Barak is the Hebrew word for bless. The Hebrew word for create, where God created everything in the Genesis account, is bara. Bara is the Hebrew word for create. I like to say that God only baraks what he baras, meaning God only blesses what he created. What, what he created. So when you bring plans to God, if he created those plans, if it was in alignment with his plans and purposes, God will breathe on it. But if if not, if you're asking for something that was birthed in your heart and it's a selfish desire, God is not going to breathe on it. God only baraks what he baras. God is only going to bless what he created. Now, when you start walking in the divine plans and purposes of God for your life that he already created from the foundations of the world, come on now. Now at that point, you don't have to ask God to bless it. It's already blessed. Say, I'm already blessed. So now when I start doing what God has called me to do from the foundations of the world, I don't have to ask God, God, can you please bless this? No. He's like, well, when you're doing what I told you to do, my plan's already blessed. So instead of doing something and then asking God to bless it, why don't you find out what God already blessed, what God already planned, and you start doing that? Because when you start doing that, you know it's already blessed, it's already done. So walking in God's best requires us to stop asking God to put a yes on our plans. And start putting a yes on God's plans. Say this. Say, my life is not about trying to get God to put a yes on my plans. My life is about putting a yes on God's plans for me. So when you put a yes on God's plans for you, now, it may not be what you wanted. It may not be what you planned. It may not be what you came up with, but I guarantee you it's going to be better than your plans. God's plans are better than your plans. So we can't make God bless something that he didn't already plan to do. We can't make God give us something that he didn't already give us. We can't force God to do something in our lives that's not already done. Your plan, God's plans for your life are already mapped out. So prayer is not about asking for your selfish desires. Prayer is about aligning your life, setting yourself in agreement, in faith with what God has already provided. Another way to say it is Prayer is about praying back to God the prayers that he already prayed over you. Come on now. Look at look at me. Say, 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 
put this in the chat. I am praying back to God the prayers that he already prayed over me, meaning that there's some things that God already spoke over me. There's some things that God already destined for me to walk in. There's some things that God already called me to do. There's some things that God already has given me the grace for. So now when I'm praying, I'm seeking to discern that, discover that, understand that. So now when I start to pray back to God, what he already prayed over me, come on now. When, I pr when I'm praying to God, the prayers that he already prayed over me, then there, there's already a yes on it. There's already an amen on it. Now I get to walk out my divine assignment. I get to walk, experience God's best. You got it? All right, number three, last one. While God's blessing is not performance-based, it doesn't mean you, you don't perform. It doesn't mean you do nothing. So now you, you do something, but once again, I'm not performing to get God to move. I'm performing because I believe God already moved. I'm not performing to earn anything. I'm just discerning what God has already done, and I'm doing that, right? So I'm discerning what I believe God has already provided, what God's plans are, what he already did. Oh, God, you want me to start this business? Oh, God, you want me to pursue this contract? Oh, oh God, you want me to fill out this resume? Oh, God, you want me? Okay, whatever you, I believe that in your eyes is already done. And for me, it's only a matter of time. So now I'm going to walk out what I believe he already provided. I'm going to walk out what I believe he's already done. You got it? And so now it's not that I'm not doing anything because I do have to do something, but I'm doing what I believe he's already done. So I'm called, let me say it another way. Put this in the chat. I'm called to move where God has already moved. So where, where God has already moved, I'm called to move where God has already moved. I'm called to do what I believe he already did. I'm called to seek to experience what I believe God already planned for my life. And, and when I do this, watch this, it's going to cause me to die to self. It's going to cause me to die to sin. And it's going to cause me to die to selfish desires. So I'm dying to self. I'm dying to sin. I'm dying to selfish desires. And, I, and, and now I'm, I'm becoming the man or the woman that God has called me to be. When you start living this way, you live the grace life. You know why? Because at that point, it's not about you. And, and, and because you've given up sin, self, and selfish desires, and you only want what God wants for your life, now the grace of God is on there, is on you, and you tap into God's grace to do what he has called you to do. There will be a super on your natural. You will start to operate in ways that far exceed your ability, your power, your strength, your wisdom, your education, your experience, and you will become a conduit of God's love and God's light on this planet. So you perform. Yes, you have to perform, meaning you have to do stuff, right? You have to do things to get it done, but you're not performing to get God to move. You're performing because you believe God already moved. So I wrote this down this, this morning. This is a good statement. Your action is a response to your understanding of God's predestination. Let me say that again. Your action is a response to your understanding of God's predestination, meaning that you are simply seeking to move in the direction that God has already planned for your life. And so as I'm moving in the direction that I believe God has already planned, and I'm only doing it because I believe the Holy Spirit is leading me to do it, and I, I'm only doing it because I believe that it's already done, at that point, now I'm walking it out. I'm, I'm, I'm walking out with the grace of God on me, God's plans and purposes, and the results will be supernatural. So when God reveals to you what he already planned, your job is to seek to discern both his desire and his timing. And so when the timing is right, you got to launch out. You launch out in faith because you believe that God has already given it to you. 
So now you believe you know what God called you to do. You believe that you're discerning the right time to do it. You believe God has already done his part, and now you do your part. And when you do that, you won't miss out on God's best. As I close, faith is an action word. Say that. Put that in the chat. Faith is an action word. So you must act, but it's just that your action must be in alignment with God's plans and his purposes and his timing. And when it's the right time and you start doing the right things at the right time, things that God has already aligned for the season, you will tap into God's grace. You will experience godly success. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I, I hope that you get excited about this series. This series is going to be good. I'm going to explain it to you. I'm going to break it down. You know, some of you already say, oh, I got it this morning. No, yeah, maybe you got it. Maybe you don't. I'm going to keep giving it to you a different way, in a different way, and you're going to get it. I want you to have a functional understanding of the fact that you're not a mistake. God already made plans for you, and as you walk this thing out, you, you will experience God's best in your life. Amen? Y'all ready for that? All right, so let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, I thank you for making plans for me before the world began. As I walk with you, you reveal your plans to me by your spirit. Because I walk with the Holy Spirit, I declare that I know who I am in you. I know what you've called me to do. And I am ready to start doing it. I don't do to get you to move. I don't do to attempt to force your hand. I don't command you, Father. You command me. I am moving because you already moved. I am doing because for you, it's already done. So I launch out in faith. Because I believe that the grace is already there for me. You provide the grace. I provide the faith. And I lay hold of what you have already provided. So I enter this day ready to experience the manifestation of your finished work in my life. And I boldly declare that greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word, so please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting my notes and you want my notes, go to todaysword.org, click on the big red subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, if this message was a blessing to you, I want you to do two things. Number one, leave me some comments in the chat. If it was a blessing to you, I'd like to read those comments. Number two, share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I love you. God loves you more. Have an amazing day. Walk in the blessing. I'm excited to be back. Thank you so much for allowing me to speak into your life. God's best and God's favor over you today. Uh, the best is yet to come. I'll talk to you guys soon. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to learn more about our ministry or you would like to partner with our ministry, please visit ripministries.org. You will learn there what we're doing in the Caribbean, providing a Christ-based education to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic. We also provide them a hot meal every day. If you would like to partner with us, click on the donate button. All the donations are tax deductible in the United States. If you don't have my book, Level Up Your Life, go to rickpina.co and get the book today. From rickpina.co, you'll also see that I have journals and I also have some other products and apparel and etc. all centered around 
The Grace Life. And then lastly, if you enjoy this content, but you want direct access to Isabella and I, the Lord impressed it upon my heart for Isabella and I to start mentoring people, giving people access to us to be able to ask us questions. We're answering questions about ministry, about missions, nonprofit, for-profit. I'm addressing things as far as how I preach, our approach to preaching. We're putting out private content just for a specific group in the Patreon. So please visit patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina if you're interested in this material. Have an amazing day.